Hey, you're listening to the It's Funny That Makes It Okay podcast. We talk about and or make fun of music, pop culture, current events, relationships, whatever happens to pop into our heads. So from the It's Funny studios deep in the heart of God's country, here's the show. Welcome back, everybody. August 10th. August 10th. It's been... uh Unseasonably cool, really yeah. nice. Yeah, I love it. We're almost Great to fall. Weather. Usually, yeah. this time of the year, you can't stand to be outside. Yeah. And I've actually turned the air conditioning off, had the windows open for a couple days, which yeah. is unheard of. My favorite time of the year coming up. Yes, yeah, yeah. Used to be now. Well, co- now COVID has ruined that as well. So yeah. there's there's nothing this fall. Yeah, no, no back to school. No nothing. We'll get into that in a later episode. But yeah. We're not going to gripe about COVID tonight. No. No, No, actually, I don't think there's any outside of this little point right here that there really is uh, too much going on with that. So, all right. So how's how's everybody doing? Good. Doing doing well. All doing good. Yeah. How about all of you out there in podcast land? So We're great. (laughs) (laughs) Good. That's what we like to hear. (laughs) So, well, let's jump right in. What do we got going today? Well, I'm going to start us off today with uh, just a little story here, uh, something that happened to me recently. Do we need any background music, like story music going uh, on? Yeah, if you'd like. I'll see if I can put some in for you. Yeah, yeah, that'd, uh, that'd be good for this little story here. So I ordered an item from Amazon at the start of July, so pretty much uh, a month ago, give or take. And uh, it was a, it's a fairly large item, so they gave me a time frame when it was shipped. Like a house or uh, not quite, yeah, not quite just a little big. bit smaller, but okay. you know, yeah. but uh, <laughs> something you could fit in the house. Okay. Uh, they they told me it would arrive between July sixteenth and twentieth. Oh, Doug, I know what he got. Is it robotic and does it weld? <laughs> I've already got a few oh, okay. of those. Oh, so well, uh, who wants another one? Now? I was going to say a case of coffee mugs. <laughs> oh, that could be as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't need to buy those. Those are already bought for us by. My wife. It's probably more <laughs> shelving to hold all the coffee. Bottles. That's right. That'll be the next purchase. Okay. <laughs> so. uh, but this one, uh, they gave me a date. You know, it arrived between uh, this date and this date. It was like July 16th through 20th. So I'm like, okay, great. Uh, one thing that was different about this, though, on Amazon is uh, usually you can track your shipment and stuff on there. Well, I was never given that This for this item. I, I kind of thought that was weird, but whatever. So uh, 20th comes, and I still haven't got it, and comes and passes. And the next day, it says on Amazon, your item is running late. Sorry for the inconvenience. Of course. I'm like, okay, well, I, I've never had a late shipment before, so it's, it's whatever. But then days start going by, and I can't – there's nothing I can do to contact, support. Or, I was never giving a tracking number. I don't know who's tracking it. And finally, I'm able to work around this and contact the seller – who I just sent in an email, said, hey, at this point, it's like weeks late. I haven't gotten my thing. I was never giving a track tracking number. So I will say on their part, they got back to me pretty quick, which was nice. It was a very responsive email. And uh, they told me, oh, well, it's, uh, you know, it. I was going through the records and it was broken and damaged uh, before it was shipped. So we're sending you a new one. Like, okay, well, that's great. And then Thanks they say, know. yeah, <laughs> that's my point. So then they go on to say, you know, we strive for excellent customer service and uh, we always try to keep our customers in the know and up to date. I'm like, well, it would have been nice if you had actually kept me up to date. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you strive, but you're happen. failing. Yeah. <laughs> you have failed. So I was never giving any <clears throat> tracking information at all from the beginning. So that was, you know, kind of annoying. 
and then yeah, uh, to not even tell me, hey, your your item is going to be late. Uh, and it was like one of the very first steps in the process is it was damaged and sent a new one. But yeah, that would have been nice to know instead yeah, of just kind of letting me like flounder and not even know what to do. I had to like work around to find somebody to contact. And then it's like, my goodness. But as soon as I sent them an email that day inquiring about it, they got back to me a couple hours later. And then wouldn't you know it, three hours after that, it shows up at the house. <laughs> That's, of course. That's yep. quick. <clears throat> yep. So oh, you got, in you three got hours, you got yeah. your product. I know. So I think I'm going to start to maybe take that route a little bit more often. Did yeah. you say to them, don't make me leave a bad review? <laughs> that usually, you know, carries weight with them. I but, actually, I didn't, but uh, that might be something to use going forward. Well, it's interesting. My son, Nick, he ordered something a week and a half ago that was coming from Wisconsin and it made it down to Northern Illinois. I can't think, I can't recall what town it's in, but it's in Northern Illinois where it has been sitting now for well over a week. and <laughs> Is it shipped like, with the USPS? No, it's UPS. Oh, well, that's odd. Yeah. I've had issues with USPS. And mm-hmm. he, he called UPS. Well, I was going to say this isn't a very interesting story, but now that is interesting. <laughs> it came from UPS. Yeah, well, he called UPS's uh, 800 number, <clears throat> and they basically said no one is working. They're all at home. Uh, I mean, he goes, I can't get anybody on the phone to tell me about this. He goes, so now I'm trying online, but it's like two hours from here. He goes, just leave it there. I'll come up and pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's been sitting in a warehouse or somewhere up northern, or maybe somebody's using it. I don't know. But it's up in northern Illinois, and it's a uh, UPS shipment. Yeah, that kind of defeats their uh, business model, right? Yeah. Everybody's staying at home. That doesn't uh, make a lot of sense. Yeah. So Absolutely positive. Absolutely, positively have to have it sometime next month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, is they're doing the same thing. UPS has not let him know. It's not on the seller. The seller, you know, actually he was able to get a hold of the seller, I guess, and, mm-hmm. you know, and they shipped it like they should have and everything. And get a tracking yeah. number? I think he's got a tracking number. Well, as the seller, once you ship it, that's all you could do. Put a label on it, and the guy in the brown short shows up and throws it in his truck, you're done. It's like, right. I, I don't know. He yeah. took it away, and that's all I know. Right. So hmm. so you have a very valid gripe this week. I just, yeah, would have liked to know at the beginning, you know, when it uh, first got damaged right at the start, hey, you know, instead of uh, your original date, just expect it, you know, maybe this time, you know, uh, weeks later. That would have been nice. That's all I ask. But yep. Your expectations are way too high. I guess. Well, as my wife guess. always says, communication is key. <laughs> it's usually referring to me, but... <laughs> <laughs> So I guess Doug, you got you got something. Well, I just got some. Were you done? Well, I, 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 I'm done. Yeah, I have done. some breaking news right Ooh. here for our podcast. So you, is this I haven't a, even is told this you a first for our listeners. Well, yeah, and I haven't even told you guys about Uh-oh. this. So this stems from you're not pregnant, are you? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> yes. I don't know who the father is. <laughs> so uh, we're I'm going into father. a soap opera. <laughs> so that, well, that took a very odd <laughs> turn, unfortunately, an unfortunate turn. So. I guess that uh, stranger photo shoot uh, went <laughs> really uncomfortable, didn't it? <laughs> okay. I don't even know where I was going with this now. Anyway. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> well, we're talking about, you know, we want to get our listenership up and get our podcast out there more. And we, you know, we were talking, like, I think you were working to get Sears and Blockbuster as as some of our sponsors. Yeah, we're working on that. Yeah. Well, I, I'm working. I can't find them. <laughs> I'm working right now to try to put together a deal with uh columbia house oh 
And for the listeners right now, for the listeners right now, if you guys comment on this post that I'll put out there, you will get 12 episodes for a dollar. And then every month, four of them will get shipped to your house and you keep the ones you like and then you ship back the ones you don't. Oh, I like Mike's it. looking. Do you not, you don't, you're not familiar with Columbia House, are you? I mean, wasn't this the uh, record club? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Well, you had that look like, what? It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get like a, 10 records for a penny or something yes. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. They had a DVD one. Uh, yeah. said, uh, like eight DVDs for 49 cents and then they'll send you, and then after the 49 cent ones, they're like, you know, $35 a piece yeah. after that. So. After you're done ripping them, send them back. Yeah. But I'm, much like you, I'm having a hard time finding, uh, getting a hold of them. So yeah, they're, they're hard I'm trying to, to bundle up something, get, get our name out there. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. It kind oh. of fell, fell on its face a little bit there. <laughs> I can see Mike's just looking like, I, I'm not sure what, what's the point. Well, actually, that. so far here, what I'm sensing is with, uh, you know, my, my delivery and our marketing efforts here, Customer service is terrible these days. Yes. I mean, so we can be bad customer service just as well. There we go. <laughs> I mean, well, McDonald's, you know, actually we're right on the theme usually with the yeah. bad customer actually, service. Actually, so. I think we provide great customer service. And anybody out there, any of our listeners, if you are not 100% satisfied with our podcast, we will give you 100% of your money back. That's right. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. We can't give you the time back, but uh, well, the money we can reimburse you for. No. <laughs> so that's all I had. That's all you got? Okay, well, I'm going to continue with a couple things. My first one I'm going to call the segment. It's not really a segment, but the the little article here. I'm going to call it from the magazine, Duh. Like, okay. This story is like, okay, that that really was not that hard to figure out. I read a news story on Fox News. I think we're going to have a number of news stories this week, <laughs> but I read one on Fox News, so you know it's got to be accurate. It said, Stonehenge mystery solved. Scientists work out where the huge stones came from. And so it goes on to talk about these these uh, sarsens or sandstone boulders. And you know what? They found out they came from just 15 miles from Stonehenge. Okay. Well, it goes on to say they're 30 feet tall and they weigh up to 25 tons. Would you think they were shipping them from overseas back then? Or you, so, yeah, 15 miles away. Wouldn't it be kind of make sense that the stones probably came from the area? Maybe they ordered them from Amazon. <laughs> the well, actual they, Amazon. They still wouldn't be delivered yet. <laughs> the, the actual Amazon. Yeah, they yeah. came across on a boat. Yeah, I just wouldn't expect them to get them on time. But Yeah, yeah but uh, but it could have taken them a thousand years to get there. That's true. Well, yeah. if they told them the a thousand. The are like, where are our stones? <laughs> yes, we need to make a hinge. <laughs> Yeah, if they told him a thousand, it'd be like two thousand. Right. So, anyways, I just thought that was kind of a duh article because, like, well, you wouldn't think they probably. Well, maybe they fell from outer space. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, they could have. The aliens um, could have delivered. Them. Yeah, but uh, fifteen miles. You know, that's, after that's while they when them. they were done building the pyramids, they could have came yeah. over and yeah. chopped off the stones for Stonehenge. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's not duh. Maybe they really you know transported those babies around the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's so pretty impressive. <laughs> Fifteen miles for, for what? Yeah. What did you say? Twenty five tons. That's yeah, twenty five so as much as twenty five tons. Thirty wow. feet tall. So you you just kind of think they probably didn't go very far. <laughs> well, although fifteen miles is a ways, yeah. but yeah, I guess I guess that would depend on geographic. If, are area. you having to drag it fifteen miles, or do we have like a, you know a thousand guys that are dragging it? 15 well, yeah, you miles. wonder how they hauled them. You know, burrows and you know like teams and teams of. Burrows. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, that was my duh 
article. So anyway, and my gripe is this week, Mike brought this to my attention because I was thinking about it last week. And when he said it, it's like, oh, yeah, I do have a gripe about that. So we all like to binge watch our shows now and again. I'm sure you guys have shows you binge watch. Uh, we've been binge watched a lot of shows yeah. over the last few months. As a matter months. of fact, you were binge watching this same show that yeah. I have my rant about. And I was very much enjoying it, too. Yes. So The Middle, which is a show I love, has been on Amazon Prime. Now, I don't know how long it's been on there. Maybe I was late to the game and didn't see it. But I got through about two seasons, and this last weekend they yanked it. And from what I understand, Disney owns it, and it's not on Disney+. Plus. The only way I can see right now that you can watch it is by paying Amazon like $3 an episode to watch it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> not going to happen. Nope. So I love it, but I'm not paying 3 bucks an episode. Uh, I think Doug mentioned I might have to do some garage sailing, see if I can find the DVD yeah. set of it. And uh, Our 12 episodes for a dollar sound like a steal right now. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you get this. You and we're not going to drop it. No, you know, no. It. Well, we might sell it to Disney. Well, yeah, if Disney buys it, <laughs> we can't be held responsible then. But yeah, you're kind of on your own, and somebody can rant about our poor customer service. <laughs> that's right. So, anyways, that's my rant this week, and I think that's going to move us into the first segment this week. And this segment is it really doesn't have a title, but <clears throat> what it is is. Um, if you were going to be trapped in a TV show for a month, what show would you be in? <clears throat> Excuse mm. me. And you have to be a one of the main characters, so you got a, you got talking lines, you got all that going on. And while we're at it, let's go ahead and tell what show you would not want to be in. Okay. And uh, I think you said just for the for the listeners and for us that this this it could be an animated show, it could be a, a live television could be reality just any as long as it's a television show yeah or was any show could be in the past or has to be current yeah no it can be in the past past or present or current but not Uh, future but not future okay so who wants to go first on this um well i can i can start by like i'm trying to come up with a list i still i've got two shows here that i gotta pick which one i want but i'm trying to go through what shows you don't want Whichever uh, one you're in is going to get canceled. Well, yeah. <laughs> Actually, they both are uh, canceled. So, but, but one show that I wouldn't want, I don't know if you remember the show, and I think it was from the 80s, and it was called, it was actually a movie. They turned it into a television show, Carol O'Connor. What's it? Carol O'Connor. Carol O'Connor. Heat of the Night. Heat of the Night. They were in a little bitty town in Sparta, Mississippi. Hmm. Okay. Every week and it's a little town every week someone was murdered or raped or it's like it's a tiny little bitty <laughs> town how can you have this much crime in this show so i thought there's no, i don't want to be there <laughs> not even with archie bunker huh no well, no <laughs> no not even with archie bunker so that would be the one i i don't want to be in uh, heat of the night um I don't know. I'll tell you the two. I'll, I'll tell you the two that I'm stuck between. And I'll, I is there won't. one? You're not one. You're leaning towards either. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going. This is you know. I'm going back to my my roots, which is okay. the 70s and 80s. So that's kind of where I did most of my television watching. Okay. And I have an affinity for cars. So that's my first thought. I, I'm either I'm either going Dukes of Hazard. Okay. Because because I can drive the Charger. 
or Magnum PI. And I've, I'm on, I'm on Hawaii and I've, and I've got pros and cons for both. So I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to measure those out. I don't know if Tom Selleck will let you drive his Ferrari though. But see the thing with, if you ever watch Magnum, Tom Selleck, he got beat up like every week. <laughs> things didn't always go great for Tom Selleck. He was getting beat up or things were happening and he didn't own anything. He got to drive the car, but sometimes Higgins would take it away and he had to drive like the Volkswagen or something or, you know. Yeah. Well, I think your role on the show will be Higgins' assistant. Oh, <laughs> well, then I know which Higgins one. Higgins gets to be your boss. I know which one I'm picking then. So. Although I'll do that. You'll say I have to be Daisy Duke. So. Yeah, you gotta wear the, you gotta wear the Daisy Dukes. Well, I do anyway. So that will fit right in. It helps me slide across the seats a little better. No, you're gonna be Roscoe P. Coltrane. Roscoe P. Or his, See, his and that's deputy, another thing though. Like Enos. If you got, if you're on the Dukes of Hazard, you get to slide across the hood to get in your car. I always thought that was cool. Yeah. And then slide into the car. The doors didn't open, so you jumped in. But there. if you go back to be in that show, are you going to be the age you were at that time, or are you going to be the age you are now? Well, and have I, to slide across the hood of a car. <laughs> well, there's no sliding across anything at this age. It's just thump, and then me falling off. So I'm assuming that we're at like our peak physical condition oh, at okay. the time. Okay. I don't know. You're, that's your rules. Are we? Sure, you can be at your. Are peak we at physical? our age? Because even when I was at my peak physical condition. Yeah, it wasn't a whole lot better. <laughs> Still much, not one much sliding going on. So, All right. Well, so Doug well, is going to. I'll go ahead and pick. I'll just do it. I'm going to go Dukes. The Duke that would have been my guess. I like Magnum, but like I said, he got beat up and stuff. Dukes of Hazard, those guys were cool. And like you said, unless you're making me be Roscoe or Boss Hog, which is <laughs> if I went back to the age I'm now, I'd have to be Boss Hog. <laughs> but if I was going back and get to choose, I got to be one of the Duke boys. You slide across the car. You know, they're always, yeah. they jump everything. There's, there's ramps around this whole town. The whole town, I think a town is built on ramps. I don't know why, but they're, they're jumping over cars and trains and, uh, rivers and creeks. All the bridges the, are out at, around the town too, which I didn't ever understand. Every time they go, the, like, the bridge is out. It's like, it's always out. The bridge is always out. Why do you go that way? And yeah, I, no one they act fixed surprised. it. Every, every week they would act surprised. Oh my gosh, the bridge is out. It's was that like, show, uh, was Illinois that show set in Illinois? Yeah. yeah it's, it's just like construction <laughs> season here in Illinois. And the, the other thing, <laughs> if, can I have Waylon Jennings narrate my life too? Cause that was really, that added a whole air. Uh, essence of coolness to it. Yeah, we'll let you. Like, and I'll Waylon. stop midway between something for a little bit. He goes, well, how's Doug going to get out of this one? Stay tuned <laughs> and see what happens. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll go Duke, the Duke boys. All right. Dukes of Hazard. That's not set in the same town that he does and I does in, was it? No, no. I think uh, Hazard County is like in South Carolina or something like that. <clears throat> okay. So there weren't murders and things like that as far as we know. I, no. <laughs> they did shooting and blowing up and no one ever died in that show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Cars would flip, everything, they'd crawl out. You okay, Joe? Yeah, they'd crawl out. Wasn't they usually like a, a land guy going to come in and build a new hotel or something? And they Always treat cheating Uncle Jesse out of his farm or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess it could have been Cooter. Yeah, you could have been Cooter. Work, the grease work monkey the working on the cars. Yeah. All right, so All right, well, I think not going to be heat of the I night. I think we've lost Mike. He's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike, what, what you got? All right, well, uh, for my shows, you know, Doug and Greg are always uh, getting on me about bringing up some more current things. Well, yeah, he told me actually before we started that his really his first pick was keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh, but he's going to go on, I think, to something. I figured he'll say, "I love Lucy" because he's dragging <laughs> us back into the the Stone Age there. <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the direction I was going. Oh, okay. But, uh, okay. 
Yeah, okay. so we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk about some more current shows here for my picks. So Doug started off with one he didn't want to be on, so I'll, I'll do the same. The show I would not want to be on, I'll just go with The Walking Dead. Okay. Uh, because it never ends well for anybody in that show. And, I mean, it's a zombie apocalypse, so, like, there's that. So yeah, what's the best case scenario? <laughs> There's really none. Like you, you don't get killed by the make, zombies, yeah. but everyone else is dead that you love and yeah. cherish. You make it to the next episode. That's about like that's the goal, I guess, just to get to the next episode. Right. So I, yeah, of all the ways people have died on that, that's show, a very good pick. I'll I'll stay away from that one. Yeah. So my favorite show, I I don't Unless know you if could uh, be Negan. <laughs> you know what? That might make it a little entertaining, but. Uh, yeah. I'll they still, uh, they still tend to kill everybody off at some do. point. They do at some point. Yeah. And it's, like you said, it's usually not like, oh, he, he died in his sleep peacefully. <laughs> no. No. No, there's no dying in your sleep peacefully. No, it's usually no. pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty nasty. So I'll stay away from, uh, all Walking Dead show. Uh, but my show I would like to be in, I'll go with Rick and Morty. <laughs> do Unfortunately, either. I have not watched Rick and Morty. Okay. I want to, but I have not. So Rick and Morty is an animated show. Right. So this is kind of where some of those ground rules come in. But uh, I'll just g- – <laughs> I'll give you a quick synopsis uh, according to them about what the show is about. So Rick and Morty is the intergalactic misadventures of a boy named Morty and his alcoholic grandpa Rick. <laughs> they continue to take the world by storm. Like its two interpret explorers, or at least one of them, the show remains committed to pushing the boundaries of its own potential. Uh, so on and on. But uh, Rick and Morty, essentially, Rick, he's the grandpa. Uh, he's crazy. He's very, like, uh, flying by the seat of his pants. He's like a mad scientist. They travel the universe. And Morty, who is his grandson, is always just kind of, like, dragged with Rick wherever he goes on whatever adventure they're on. They meet with aliens and... It's just so unpredictable, but also at the same time, the plot lines would be so awesome to be in. Hmm. So, do you see yourself as any like additional character in it? So they have some additional characters, but they're all just kind of like the you know the supporting characters who really they have their own personalities, but don't really come center stage. Uh, so maybe if Morty had like a twin brother. Mikey, I I don't know. Maybe that would be my role. But yeah. Rick, Morty, and Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would just love because they meet with aliens. They do all these cool things, and Rick's got like a warp gun where he can shoot, and they go into some portal, and they can go back in time, forward in time. They yeah, cross timelines. So. Yeah, I, that's cool. I mean, I, yeah. I I don't know much about the show, unfortunately. I, my son watches it. Um, <laughs> Sarah Chalk from Scrubs is in yep. it, and she and mm-hmm. I, I, she's a great character in Scrubs. Yep. Um, it's a more uh, adult content show, but uh, I can't watch it then. No, no. <laughs> yeah, but so I would go with Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to start with the one I don't want to be in first, and I actually had The Walking Dead as well, <laughs> but I changed it to my second pick, which is. And I, I vacillated about this because in some regards it might not be so bad. Uh, the Handmaid's Tale. Um, when something goes wrong for you in that show, it is brutal. I mean, they string you up or they, you know. But in that society, the guys are like, uh, <laughs> it's almost like the, the we've talked about in the 50s. The guys are in control. The guys, you know, call all the shots and the women are very submissive and, you know. That that's really kind of the 
hierarchy of how the the society is set up and it within gilead the the town that they're in or the or the region that they're in now you could go to canada and they're free still um so anyways i don't want to be in that show because um guys you know don't always get killed off but if you get caught being even slightly outside of what the the hierarchy the higher ups believe you're done (laughs) so um so yeah that's my first one uh, my second, my one that I would want to be in, I picked Baywatch. No, no. <laughs> you know what? If I could, everybody's in great shape and they're running around. Like, all right. I figured that one might get me in trouble though with the upstairs person. <laughs> we already said handmade yeah, tale for your no, but I was like, that you're describing. I was like, well, that's kind of your life now, isn't it? You rule. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. <clears throat> but but no, not Baywatch. Um, I could be the Hasselhoff though. I could be like his, could si- be the his sidekick, the Hoff. Yeah. Um, nope. I actually went with something newer as well. I thought I'm going to keep it current. Let's find something, you know, newer that I would, would like to be in. And this one might cost me my man card. Um, well, I don't think Handmaid's Tale was helping you a whole lot. Just, <laughs> well, I said I didn't want to be in that one. Just bringing it up. Oh, the fact that I've watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I quit interrupting you. I picked the incredible Mrs. Maisel. Uh, <laughs> And the reason Mike's I, jaw just hit the table. <laughs> I have seen that. It's yeah. a good show. Um, and the reason on I purpose, like it, or like you were walking through it, it was on. You looked at it. Well, Courtney had it on. Well, oh. he, 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 he dissed one of her mugs one night, and then he had to sit and watch. It's punishment. <laughs> no, I actually like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's set in um, like uh, bars where they do comedy. Uh, what would they call that? Um, <laughs> comedy store or whatever you know comedy clubs comedy clubs yeah um so they do you know there's a lot of comedy involved in it um back it's in set, the 50s yeah or... it's set in the 50s early 60s um so it's a new show set <laughs> in the 50s yes so it's kind of an old show no what it's a new show <laughs> but it's about the old it's about the old <laughs> Maisel, huh Maisel is her name yeah marvelous mrs Maisel. yeah um and the guy that played Monk or the uh, taxi driver in in uh, Wings is her dad, and uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Um, I can't anyways, either right now. Um, but yeah, I love enough. the era that it's set in. The music in it is great. Um, again, it's got quite a bit more adult content in it, but uh, it's got a good story to it. Um, Another one that's a lot like your life. Yes. <laughs> I go to comedy clubs and leave my kids at home all the time. A lot of adult and, content. And, yeah, a lot of adult content. Uh, so, anyways, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going with the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, I'm freely Tony Shalhoub. Yes. So, here's Sorry, my man, here's my man card. You can have it. That was good. Uh, well, I, don't you have to go get it from Lori? Oh, oh that's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this was the duplicate. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I think I lost it in an earlier episode like so. last year. Um, so, anyways, that's all, right. uh, no. Good. that's all I got. So Good I'm going to be in. That's only for a month, too. Yeah, it is only for a month. I've got to be in there. So, anyways, that's it for the what TV show you're going to be in. Awesome. Well, I don't. Well, Baywatch is still sounding. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of slow motion in that show. <laughs> yes, a lot of running and slow motion. And and you got to carry that weird looking float. I don't don't know what the deal is with that float, but it's odd looking. (laughs) Mine would probably be tied in with all those shark movies you talked about last week. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I picture the rope hanging from the float, your feet getting tangled up into it, you're falling in slow motion into the sand. Yeah. <laughs> and believe me, they don't want to see me running across the beach in yeah. slow motion. No. They don't want to see me in the yeah. beach, period. Things will be bouncing, Slow motion, fast motion. Uh... They don't want to see me running at the Well, they won't. I'm not running. So <laughs> they may see me lounging at the beach. <laughs> yeah. And I only have one motion there, and it's pretty much stop motion. Or maybe your role would be the person drowning that they're saving. I don't. Good. I don't really get that far out to the water either. Well, you could still drown. I float a lot. <laughs> All right, let's Just go. Just fat floats around. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I don't know if you heard he's this. He's dying. Push him back in. Yeah. <laughs> Keep water on him. I can't find his blowhole. That's not it. <laughs> Why are you peeing on him? <laughs> this is a jellyfish bite. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if you heard this amazing news, but NASA, you know, they they worked with uh, SpaceX, NASA. sent people to the space station. They just brought them back safely. I love NASA growing up. Loved all their stuff. Tang, aluminum foil. All this was brought on by NASA. That's right. Well, they have a new... Um, not really technology, but a new invention. They're they're rolling out on more more stuff. They're very, um, what's the word? Um, Innovative. Yes, that's the word. They have created a perfume that smells like space. Nice. Ooh. I don't know how you would smell it because I always thought space had no oxygen, so I don't think you could really smell anything. But I saw that and I was like, hmm, that seems odd. What? What would it even smell like? What does space smell like? And they've got it, and it's called Eau de Space. So very, very fancy. But uh, they said that the smells they use to make this, and I kind of like all these smells individually. So I don't know, maybe it smells good. But uh, it's it's kind of odd. Gunpowder, seared steak, Ooh. and it has to be seared. Seared, okay. Uh, raspberries and rum. So I, I don't know how all of that. What are they doing in space? That uh... <laughs> sounds like they're having a good time. I don't know. <laughs> I may have to go to space, eating raspberries, blowing things up, eating steaks, and, uh, drinking a little rum, yeah. floating around in outer space. Too bad the I'm rocket man killed himself. We could have had him go up there and check it out. What it smells like. <laughs> Maybe they got. I think they're coming out with a new set uh, next month called Black Hole. <laughs> but. <laughs> That's a whole. Think about that. For that's a, a whole different scent, right there. I don't know if that's going to be a very good seller. Maybe there's some people I'm sure that would really like it. The next month they're going to release Uranus. Wait, actually, hasn't uh, didn't Gwyneth Paltrow make a candle? Oh, like she that? might have. Yeah, yeah, that might be in her product line. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because it got me thinking. It got me thinking. All these new, you have the, the candles from Gwyneth Paltrow that. <clears throat> The, the vagina and the orgasm candles and you know we got this the smells like space and uh, it got me thinking i think we're missing out we we have an opportunity here to probably cash in on some of this either either with a candle or maybe a, a perfume or a cologne <laughs> okay we need to make one uh because and I'm going to get into this article here in just a second, but I got to thinking, what do we, you'll read articles and they'll, <clears throat> they have a couple of things like, what do men find sexy about women? Or what do women find sexy about men? And on the women's side, the men's side is pretty, I mean, it's like, okay, what we know what is the men are going to think is sexy. I, we, don't, we don't need a list. Yeah, we've there's already not, talked about Baywatch. There's <laughs> not 19 things on the list. You know, there's three, 
maybe five. I don't know if you're like Greg with black holes and stuff, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a few, there's a few things out there. But anyway, but with the women, there's a bunch. And what is one thing that a lot of these lists, and I looked, what do they usually say that they find sexy in a man? Because it's not the superficial stuff that we men will go after. You know, it's not like looks and they have that. I mean, they're superficial, but they don't say that. <laughs> but one of the things they'll say, I find a sense of humor very sexy in a man. I like a man that makes me laugh. So that we should market either a candle or a cologne, <laughs> but we'll call it sense of humor. S C E N T. Now you see, you just gave it away. Somebody else is going to run with it. So I, what, I don't know what smells we're going to combine to make this. Hmm. Like, well, a whoopee this, uh, cushion or a rubber chicken. <laughs> I don't know what, what are the things like, are can we, can we take some samplings from the It's Funny Studios? And, okay, uh, must. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> musty Not smell. musk. No, must. Must. <laughs> Big difference in that one. <laughs> what else is down here? That <laughs> So, you know, so some things that are kind of funny or, you know, we go to comedy clubs, uh, cheap um, nachos and cheese smell or <laughs> polyester of you know the comedians that are going through i i don't think i'm not i'm probably killing our product right there because nobody's going to want to smell like that <laughs> but I think, there it is sense of humor and we can make yeah. it smell like uh guys can put it on they're like oh you smell so funny well yeah and on, on the candle or the perfume it would say that smells funny yeah yeah there, there you go <laughs> see if we had a commercial we made a commercial i picture it we we'd, we'd class it up i picture it black and white and close-ups of people's faces, and they're just saying like uh, punchlines, like "I don't get no respect." You know, kept it. Surely you can't be serious. I'm serious, <laughs> and don't call me Shirley. That's right. And it's like that's what she said. <laughs> you know, all these things. It'll just go back and forth, and we'll cut out the order now. Sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, but like I said, I, I found this this article, and they have 19 things on here. That make men more attractive to women. I'm just going to go through them real quick because we can touch on a few of them. But they're they're mostly stupid. <laughs> so, but I wanted to I wanted to bring them up. Yeah. Uh, one of them. The the first one it says, uh, look for the universal signs of flirtation. That's that's something. The that's, universal signs. I don't think women have a universal anything. Well, yeah. <laughs> men do. I mean, because we're the, we're consistent, and I don't mean that in a bad way towards women or men. I just meant usually. On, but this is what women are finding sexy. This is in what men. nineteen things that make men more attractive to women. I, when I was single, I never knew. I assumed no woman was flirting with me. <laughs> no, I got when I was dating my wife and we got married. She was, she was like, that girl was flirting with you. I'm like, what? How? Who? How? Like, oh, there's lots of. I was like. There's lots of girls that flirt with me. How did I never pick up on this? Because I was very lonely <laughs> in my high school years. So if they were flirting with me, I, I missed the boat completely. I love their description of this, actually. If you don't mind, I'm going to go right ahead. First, the woman smiles at her admirer and lifts her eyebrows in a swift, jerky motion. Does she women smile at me. Does she open her eyes wide to gaze at you? <laughs> then. Well, who wouldn't? <laughs> then she drops her eyelids, tilts her head. Back and forth, down to the side, looks away. Frequently, she also covers her face with her hands, giggling nervously as she retreats behind her palms. <laughs> I don't know how many women I see look, smile, open their eyes, and go. <laughs> like, what the heck? 
signs. I don't know how universal these signs yeah. are. So there's uh, there's one. Here's a, I like this one. Well, then what? I need a third base coach giving me the signals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it but, would be just as clear because I'm like, I have no, what? Steal home? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Look for someone in your league. I like that. That's a trait that makes you attract. Like, so I guess if you're not very attractive, don't go and talk to the attractive woman. Um, you're not my league. That's not attractive. I'm in triple A. <laughs> Uh, present yourself as high status. Well, that's great. Well, I am until I pull up in my Ford Festiva. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't fake the fact that I'm broke and poor. Yeah, that's a nice work and vehicle that, you're driving. A trait up in? that makes so they're saying, "Oh, women are shallow." <laughs> <laughs> present yourself as a high status. Here's one that I think Greg and I got locked in. We're doing all right in this one. Look older. <laughs> Just look older. What? I don't know if that means, you know, put a little salt and pepper in your hair or yeah, I think glasses. It's like George Clooney-ish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Mike, you need to George, George Clooney Clooney-ish. it Because, you know, he's the typical older guy. Yeah. George Clooney. Yeah. Grow a light beard. <laughs> That's the only color I can grow. Well, oh, I thought they meant, you know, not full body oh, and I, heavy. It, it is. <laughs> no, I mean, like, light. Light gray. That's... <laughs> Build muscle, but not too much. <laughs> Listen, I need a I need a descriptor on this. I'm at the gym. Oh, oh stop! You per- what? Oh, you overdid it. Yep. Put, drop the weight right now. <laughs> you are no longer sexy. Says be kind. So just be kind. Be kind. Okay, I, Animals I can see that. Just, just general. Just be kind. And I love this one. Wear red. <laughs> just wearing red. <laughs> I didn't know that would make me more attractive. Probably why I don't have much red in my wardrobe. I would have. You know, I wore a red velour jumpsuit in school, and that didn't help me at all. So. And to the listeners out there on this podcast, Doug is sitting here in a red shirt. I've noticed yes, you've been is. looking at me the whole time. So help. There's something about the red. You know? The older man, the red. Here we the go. Beard. I mean, he's this got is it all. what brought me to this article. Make your partner laugh. A sense of humor. Laughing can be very attractive. So there we plug in our sense of humor, cologne. Oh. So if you don't have some what it takes to make your partner laugh, <laughs> then you can get our cologne. Walk a dog. Not your dog, just a dog. Walk just, up, grab somebody's just find dog. a dog. Start walking it. Women love a man who walks a dog. <laughs> well, I'm out on that one. <laughs> this one killed me too. Play good music. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's so That's very, yeah. Everybody. I want everybody to play good music. <laughs> Here's a list of what good music is. Well, I got to get rid of my bad music playlist. <laughs> this one was very strange, I thought, too. Practice mindfulness. I'm not sure. I even read what it says here. It's like uh, Australian researchers uh, recently studied undergrads participating in speed dating and found that mindful men tended to receive higher attractiveness ratings from women yeah but it says practice it can you ever achieve mindfulness <laughs> no you're gonna practice it a like, lot. i guess if you're practicing well greg's in trouble because it says i perceive my feelings and emotions without having to you're done <laughs> i'm done greg has no feelings or emotions so he's he's out <laughs> i'm good at finding words to describe my feelings. oh it's all about feelings oh yeah we're gonna have to just skip that one completely <laughs> uh, play extreme sports Carefully. <laughs> Carefully. 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 Yeah, you don't want to hurt yourself while you're doing it. So Is ping pong an extreme, extreme sport? So if you are a guy that's just butt ugly, I'm just trying to be, <laughs> but if you go out and like 
play extreme sports, I, I picture you're just going to have like, you know, models hanging off of you. Oh, he's playing extreme sports. Look at him do motocross jumps. <laughs> what I love about these is that they contradict them. So they say what to do and then they, they, they put a stipulation yes. on it. So yeah. play extreme sports carefully. Careful yeah. imagining the women spectators that are, they're all looking at the motocross guy. Wow. He's doing great. He's so, so attractive. And then he goes for a jump, slows down. Yeah, and just drives over the hill. Carefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and have you seen the audience for extreme sports? It's like 98% 18 to 26 year old dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of women going to that. So you got a lot of competition there. It's, it's, and the women that are there are probably dragged there by their boyfriends. <laughs> well, I am going to, I'm going to go on the senior version of American Ninja Warrior. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, you do things with your walker, you know. <laughs> a wheelchair. Yeah. You have to get it up the ramp by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See who can stay up past 9 o'clock. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, this also will tie it. Wear, uh, wear a scented deodorant. That's that's an attractive trait. I think. Our, hey, we don't like you to be stinky. Can you clean up yourself and throw on some deodorant? Well, you know, I think the, uh, the It's Funny deodorant would work there. Yeah. And I like what... What is the uh, oh the the level that these women are trying to achieve? It's not even that they want them to, to you know wear cologne or say, can you just put on deodorant? Really, that's <laughs> that's all we're asking, right? Just some deodorant. <laughs> so chow down on garlic. That just defeats the purpose. Who wants to smell garlic breath? Well, not your pits. Your pits well, no, smell no. good. Well, yeah, that's garlic fine. breath is very attractive. It says here. To who? I was going to say Eight that. men ate a slice of bread with cheese and 12 grams of fresh garlic. Another eight bread without garlic. The next 12 hours, the men wore cotton pads under their armpits and were instructed not to use deodorant. The following day, all men returned to the lab and 40, 40 women sniffed the pads. How would you like to have that job? <laughs> Here, smell we it. We need you to come in. <laughs> and rated the odor on pleasantness, attractiveness, masculinity, and intensity. So- Results showed that the garlic group rated more pleasant and attractive. Okay, th- th- it, it still or- could be stinky. It just says it was more. Well, it was better than the other one because it wasn't just sweat and bo. It was sweat and bo and garlic. What the garlic the wasn't as bad. So, is the odor that was attractive? I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. So, I guess women like to smell stinky so, armpits. So what? Garlicky. What should smell more? The deodorant that they just said to use, or your garlic breath? Like, your garlic pits. Yeah. Your garlic sweat. <laughs> That's Italian. <laughs> That's Italian. <laughs> so it's, do volunteer oh, work. My goodness. Here's one that might come into play in a later. Brush right by that do volunteer yeah. work. We're not doing <laughs> We're not doing volunteer work. This one might tie into a, a later uh, article here. Show off your scars. Oh. <laughs> so, so there you go. If you got some scars, show them up. You want to see my scar? <laughs> I have a scar. I like this one too. Use open body language in your online dating photo. So it said they showed pictures of the same people in two, in different poses. In one pose, um it says here that they uh oh hang on here. Ba, 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 ba. Okay, yeah. In one in one pose, they would have them crossing their arms like they're angry or hunch their shoulders. Well, yeah, nobody's going to say, "Who's that attractive hunchback who looks like he's ticked <laughs> off at the world?" And then in another one, they show their like arms garlic. open in a V like looking up at the at the sky like they're having fun or it's like well, obviously, if you present yourself in, in a better, and then look proud, look proud, 
be I'm proud. Not, proud. not be proud. You don't have to be proud. You just have to look. You look just good. have to look proud. So there you go. Hopefully, uh, any single guys listen to this. I wouldn't follow any of this. This is from uh, sciencealert.com. Is this the same writer that did the uh, Stonehenge rocks? <laughs> I <right>? don't know. <laughs> uh, but the science guys should stay away from the dating advice, apparently. Well, yeah. I mean, a science guy, dating advice, I don't know. I don't think Does that, that go it's together. Gonna, it doesn't seem like it's going to. Does not <laughs> seem like it. But hey, if it does, let's say that you find that right one. You date. You like this is who I'm going to marry. You send out your wedding invitations. We have a, an example of what not to do for your wedding invitation. We have what could be the worst wedding couple ever. They were pretty bad. Yeah. So they sent out. A wedding invitation to their friends. And I'm just going to read it real quick, and then you guys feel free to discuss it. Amongst ourselves. Amongst ourselves. <laughs> says, important notice. This was their wedding invitation. Important notice. Dear friends and family, please understand that our venue is limited in the number of guests we will be able to accommodate for our wedding day. As much as we would love to have each and every one of you join our big day, we are forced to split our guests into groups to ensure we do not surpass our capacity restrictions. Group A, please reserve or please RSVP as soon as possible. We appreciate your promptness as we will be able to extend any vacant seats to additional guests. Groups B and C, please keep close watch on the wedding website for a notice that we have space available. If you already know that you'll be unavailable to a joint to join us, it is helpful that you decline via RSVP function on the website. If possible, we encourage our guests to hire a babysitter for the night and leave your children as home. As much as we love your kids, we do our best to make space for all guests we can. We also ask for our single guests to forgo their plus one if possible. We appreciate your understanding. And then at the bottom for this person, it says, you are in group A. <laughs> so first off, they're going to group their friends I, I get from a planning standpoint, you may have to do that. Do you ever tell people? You, you don't know. You just put it out there. You just invite the people that you can. So what this tells me is they're like, listen, what if some of these people don't come? We still want our gifts. So let's get a backup. Hey, listen, you're at double A. You're at triple A. You may get tapped to come up to the big show. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. And I like how there's a group B and C, but they don't tell you the difference between B and C because it sounds like it's the same. What What is the difference between B and C? Neither one of you get to come unless somebody from the A group decides they don't well, want to come. But if you're C, you only get to come if a B cancels. If so enough, you're in if the you're the backup canceled. to the well. Backup. How would you like to get one says you're in group C? Yeah, that goes right into garbage. How about this? I'm in group <laughs> garbage. I'm not coming to your yeah. stupid wedding. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we're no longer friends. No. Yeah. No, like I said, from a planning standpoint, I understand. You need to you need to plan out. I can't invite everybody. I can't pay for it. Especially now, you have limited uh seating with stuff. You got to keep social distancing. You never ever tell them that, do you? I I don't know. I'm I'm probably the worst person to ask because I hate weddings. <laughs> Greg hates dogs. I hate weddings. <laughs> Not a huge wedding fan either. But I didn't want to go to my own wedding. Right. I love my wife. I don't want to go to it. <laughs> I wish we could have just eloped and been done. Uh, I know I'm a real sentimental romantic. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. You guys have anything else? I just I I saw that. I'm like, really? That? I think that I would have sent him back terrible. a letter that said, uh, 
of all the weddings I've been invited to, I've decided to start grouping them into ones that I may consider going to and which ones are going to get gifts. Unfortunately, you're in group C. You're probably not going to get a group <laughs> gift unless group A declines their gift. <laughs> and then group B declines, you'll get a gift. Yeah. You'll probably never get a gift again. That's the group you're in. Uh, well, actually, as somebody who just got married last year, it's still kind of a relatively recent process for right. us. And yeah, this I is, didn't mean that I didn't want to be at your wedding. Oh. No, I could tell. No offense, but didn't I didn't want to be at your wedding. Like I said, I didn't want to be at taken. my wedding. So if I say that I have to say that about every wedding now for my wife because there's no way because I, I just complained about having to have our wedding. So. Well, that's okay because Doug was in Group C for us. <laughs> I wondered what the C was at the bottom. Mission was an A. <laughs> and she got to come for and sure. And it encouraged her to bring a plus one. And you know what? <laughs> I wasn't even upset about that. I was happy. Yes. <laughs> Who are you bringing, honey? <laughs> I got a free Saturday. <laughs> yeah, this this breaks all the, the rules that you're – you know, you go all the formalities, I guess, with what it yeah. just breaks all those rules. And if you're single, don't bring your plus one. Are you kidding me? Why go to the wedding? Why? Are, yeah. It's why like, are you even going? I'm going to go there by to, myself and sit by to, myself and eat by myself. Yeah. Be there to hit on the other, uh, the opposite sex, you know. Right? <laughs> chow, down, chow down on some garlic. I wonder what she looks like without her mask on. Ooh. <laughs> oh, she's showing me some cheek there. <laughs> and not the kind on her rear end. I mean, on her face. I, can, the, I can almost tell what she looks like. That's how you had to kiss the bride. <laughs> yeah. Too, oh, that's down. a dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, that's I still crazy. like to dance, so. <laughs> oh, no dancing at COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah. What if we draw circles? Can we dance in the circles? No. You can dance in a circle. Yeah. No. Do the hokey oh, pokey. Yeah. <laughs> so was that it for that's all I got. Okay. All right. Well I I came across this speaking of dancing. In Portland, uh this is the uh arts and culture. We are at fifty minutes. Fifty minutes. I'll we'll try to wrap it up here quick. Okay. And we got those last Yep. So this is from Arts and Culture. Uh, they have a new dance troupe, this woman. has. Uh... <laughs> Did you just look at the picture? I just, yeah, I just got a glimpse of our article here. Yes. Hey, don't, don't judge. No. Don't judge. Yeah. I just thought it was She created a new dance troupe, and it's called Body Home Fat Dance. And uh, she says, um, three years ago, her goal was She's far more modest to offer fun. <laughs> Community-minded movement classes for Portland's with bigger bodies. I didn't think I was fully qualified, but no one was doing it, recalls the 41-year-old who grew up taking tap, ballet, and jazz. She says body shaming forced her out of those classes. I was like, I'll just try this to see what, what happens. And so this is a dance troupe for very large people. I don't mean just like kind of fat people like me. I mean extremely large people and for whatever reason they're not wearing a whole lot of clothes no, so they're, not. they're they're out and proud and they're uh they're going to show you what they have they're going to shake their money maker and it is a lot of money that they're shaking <laughs> so uh but she she's you know set up these ta- these these dances and i got to think she was saying that you know for her she's a bigger person they do ballet ballet seems like it's doesn't translate to large body people, really. You got to be nimble. Not that you can't be nimble and be large. There are some people that are nimble and large, but uh, 
you know, lifting people over your heads, all that. It's going to be hard on your, your knees, your shoulders. Well, they have to curl their feet and stand on their toes. and Yeah. That's stressful. How about tap? I mean, I think a tap is like... These people are going to be like, boom, 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 boom. Stomping around on the stage. I also got to thinking, they probably don't have very many dance routines throughout the year either i wouldn't think one you know i'm i'm judging i guess but probably out of shape that i would i would like to go to it because i'm assuming it's going to last like 35 seconds (laughs) (laughs) and just go but another thing if you do too much dancing Aren't you going to lose weight? You're going to lose all of your dancers. They'll kick you out. They're going to be skinny. Yeah. <laughs> skinny no, and shape dancers. They'll kick we you can't out. have you this. You're going to have to get out of here. This is for fat people only. So then they're going to body shame the other way. <laughs> How dare you lose weight? I like that she says <clears throat> further down the article, she's quick to note that weighted bodies, which she's still expanding, <laughs> is grounded in something deeper than self-love. You think that was uh, meant in two ways there? or I the... think so. The, the author, obviously. Uh, a little tongue-in-cheek. There was a couple of uh, where they used uh, descriptions like that. I think after they stop dancing, their bodies keep moving for like five and a half minutes, though. So <laughs> you get to stay for the whole show. <laughs> they probably have to call in the construction guys to reinforce the stage before they put on their act, though. See, now look at that. I'm doing horrible body shaming now, too. That's very inappropriate. I, just, I saw the picture. I, as a fellow fat person, I think I'm allowed to make these jokes. <laughs> I saw I saw the picture. I had to do a double take. How did they get a picture of me in that? <laughs> yeah. I, don't I don't remember doing that. I don't remember putting my arm up in the air. <laughs> What's weird is it says cathartic shrieks punctuate the gentle thigh undulations and resounding stomps. Uh, At least they're cathartic. <laughs> I guess. I wouldn't want uncathartic shrieks going on. I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we'll we'll move on from that. Yes, let's move. <laughs> We're going to move to the uh, It's Funny That Makes It Okay segment here. We're going to yeah, push we it a little bit. Yeah, we haven't done that. We haven't called this, it that these, in a while. we got three stories that are... They're all kind of, uh, they've got a, a common theme. A common denominator, a if common you will. Denominator. <laughs> You'll some never place, guess what it is. <laughs> some, some are, some there are three denominators. Some there's a little less than that. So yes. <laughs> we're just get into that. Uh, first out of Florida, we had a woman who uh, says here she was arrested and charged with felony for a brutal testicle attack. Oh. Ouch. Do you need brutal? I, I mean, really, once you say testicle attack, that's it. I'm assuming it's all brutal. Anything. <laughs> that's implied. Anything that going down there is, you know. Is brutal. Yeah. If, if the waistband and your underba- underpants snap a little bit, that's a brutal attack <laughs> I, in my book. So let's see what she did. Uh, says here that she was, uh, slashed the tires on her boyfriend's car, which right there already bad. Yeah. Uh, struck the man and grabbed his scrotum with such force that it removed the skin from the entirety of the victim's right testicle. That is terrible. (laughs) That is bad. It does not say what they got into an argument about, but she was upset. She went out, slashed his cars, got in, uh, came in and and, uh, attacked the man, which was bad enough. Uh, But then later on in the article I'm reading, and it says that when she attacked him, at one point, Mays allegedly gr- grabbed, 
Glad May, I'm getting nervous here. Mays allegedly <laughs> grabbed the clothed victim's private parts. He had his clothes on. I don't know if it was sweats. I don't know what it was. Ooh, but man. she grabbed it with clothes and all and still ripped the skin completely off of his scrotum on the right side. Does he have, like, claws? I said, I've got to tell you, there's some nailage going on there. Now, she's you got, know. She's got nails. You know, from an earlier episode... It says that women love to see your scars, so he might have <laughs> later on. He may have something. To uh, he's got a story to tell. Yeah, <laughs> you want to oh, see my scar? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know how you got it. No, <laughs> no. Uh, it also says that this this woman, surprise, surprise, she she has a lengthy rap sheet and uh, had been arrested for um, attacking and uh, beating up uh, a neighbor man as well. So I think she's got some anger management. <laughs> issues yes it appears that she does so anyway uh all right this next story i'm going to try to tell it with as much uh tact and delicacy as as i can but out in las vegas a man stole an item and uh it's funny because it says here uh, there's a little bit of discrepancy first in in the the headline and then with the url says something a little bit different but a man steals a three-foot-tall, 40-pound dildo from Las Vegas sex shop. See there again. Do you need sex shop? Because I'm going to assume it's not like Kroger's. Oh, you didn't steal from the library? <laughs> or, you know, the, yeah, the library. <laughs> I'm assuming that he, you know, he's not in like the Piggly Wiggly and he comes out with, what did you get? Ah, uh, you know, impulse buy. <laughs> but the URL says that it's a, a 50-pound. So, there again, you know, some guys writing this because they're, they're exaggerating even in just the telling of this. It was 40 pounds. It was 50 if it was a pound. <laughs> I like it's the Deja Vu Love Boutique. Nice. So, yeah, and, you know, there's a little bit of tongue-in-cheek going on here, but yeah. uh, it says maybe he was uh, too hard up to afford it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Actually, he pulled off a cockamamie <laughs> crime. <laughs> a hardened criminal. <laughs> Uh, it says that the masked man was videoed going into the store where he grabbed the massive three foot tall, 40 pound member and walked out with it. It says he got it up right over his shoulder and nonchalantly. Can you nonchalantly <laughs> walk around with a 40 pound dildo on your shoulder? I, mean, I could not. I would have some problems with that. What are you going to do with it? What I mean, what do you do first? I don't know why they made well, I it. I think we can imply what he's going to do with it later, but. Well, okay, so APB for a guy walking around bow-legged. I mean, yeah, right? Well, then he's ridden a horse for eight hours. I mean, is that is that a 40-pound dildo on your pants, or you just happen to see me? Pulls out maybe, a roll of lifesavers, a maybe, giant roll. Maybe he puts a wig on it, throws it in the passenger seat so he can drive in the uh, passenger lanes, uh, the carpool lanes. And where do you keep it when you get home? You can't put it on the nightstand. It would just crutch it. <laughs> that is the nightstand. <laughs> very, very true. That's a conversation piece there. Put a light bulb in it. We <laughs> turn this on. Oh, wrong one. Wrong, uh, wrong switch. Turn another one. It says here the, that the item was worth nearly $2,000. Jeez. Uh, man. I can't. I can't even. I can't even read that line there. There's a. It was a funny one, but this. Yeah, I, I don't know how to clean that one up. Da, da, da. 
the the post that they put out about looking for the guy. <laughs> ah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. For me, even uh, okay. And uh, do you know what the name of this said item is? I saw it. Moby. So <laughs> very appropriate. I guess. Yes. So, yeah, there were some other lines there that were funny, but I'm sorry. I can't clean them up enough to, to get them into the podcast. So there you go. But anyway. So be on the lookout. I don't know what you would do with this other than I I could see me, <laughs> like, sending it to my brother for his birthday or something. <laughs> but, yeah, something as a joke, yeah. But, but not for $2,000. No. <laughs> Actually, they say in the article it's a steal on Amazon where it's listed at 586 and is oh. the world's largest retail dildo. <laughs> 586 so bucks. It, it was worth five. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to buy one of those. They'll either. probably get lost in transport, though. You know what happens every time you buy something on Amazon? They start tailoring your ads for you. Imagine when the ads oh, are yeah. going to start getting with this. <laughs> People fre- frequently bought with this. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Too that price. I want to read the reviews. That, why is, that price is so cheap on Amazon. Actually, I think. Or at thirty thousand feet, I got one for you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Five star. <laughs> Sorry, well, go ahead. No, I'm just. I think the price that they've got it on Amazon, five eighty six, was it two thousand in the store? I really think they're trying to screw you over in there with that price. <laughs> well, I think they're trying to do more than oh, yeah. than the, this in the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good one. All right. Well, I've got nothing else about that story then. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to continue on with one last story. This comes from Fox News. <laughs> Um, the headline of this story <laughs> says, man loses P word. <laughs> that's penis for anyone yes. that's out there that don't know which word he's talking he about. He loses it to infection and the doctor builds a new one on his arm. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. I have a, okay. I have a, a, as soon as I read the headline, a thought popped into my head right away. Our question did. What, what would be the first question about this story that you would want to find out? I just want to see if. If you guys are different. So if you saw that, what's the first thing you're like, I need how to. How did it come off? How or. Well, yeah, I mean, or where to get the infection, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cause that's my first thought. Cause anytime I'm like, Ooh, I mean, can I get an infection like this? What, how did this happen? Well, I don't know what your thought process was. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if they can do that if I don't lose my penis. <laughs> I kind of like just to have another one. <laughs> my thought, actually, my thought process was he didn't want to go with the. 40 pound Maybe that's why the guy stole it. <laughs> I can't lift All my arm. All these tie in together. <laughs> well, I'll read a little of the story. It's, it's kind of interesting. So Malcolm McDonald, who, whose surgeons were able to add an extra two inches to his manhood, <laughs> is now awaiting <laughs> final surgery to transfer it Time to out. its rightful place. Do you need them telling that? Do you need them? It's bad enough. The man lost. His P word, right? Yeah. And now they're like, currently and we had to give him a couple too because it was pretty small. Yeah. Can't you just build it and say, we had to shrink it down some because it was so big. Give me something, Doc. He wouldn't I, be able to lift his arm <laughs> the size it was. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh. Sorry. <laughs> So let me let me continue the story oh here. God. Okay, go the ahead. Forty-five year old. This is terrible. This is the forty-five year old had a perineum infection 
that worsened in the sepsis, and soon he saw his fingers, toes, and P-word turn black, according to a report by the Sun. He was completely gutted when it fell off in 2014. That's not good. Um, He reportedly nicknamed the appendage Jimmy (laughs) and can now find the humor in the situation while he awaits the final procedure. Oh, my goodness. Of course it is mad having a P word on your arm, (laughs) McDonald told the outlet. Not even I am used to it. But when you think about it, it's actually amazing. Professor David Ralph at London University College Hospital has expertise in penile (laughs) reconstruction and built McDonald's new P word out of a skin graft from his left arm. A tube and a hand pump are said to allow for a mechanical erection. The man already has two children, so he wasn't concerned about fertility issues, the outlet wrote. It was more about self-confidence and simple things like using the loo, (laughs) McDonald told the son. When he was due for the operation to transfer the new one to the groin area, he was reportedly unwell and then pushed it to a later date. The coronavirus pandemic further added to the delays. The man hopes to have the final surgery by the end of the year. Holy! So he's got to run around with that on his arm for... And then some of the comments, he can hold his coffee and his donut while driving. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Was there a couple of these? Um, I think if he's a businessman, you go in to shake his, you know, shake his, shake somebody's hand to seal the deal. It's like, oh, you got kind of a, got kind of a, a, a limp shake there. Uh, Give it a minute. Give it a minute. We'll be all right. There we go. Um, can it turn the pages of a book? Somebody asked. Um, if he rolls his sleeve up, is that indecent exposure? Uh, and yes, he would face stiff penalties. Yes, he would. Uh, what if he pumps too much air and it has a blowout? Then yeah. why? <laughs> I like Mike was saying it makes like the balloon. The <laughs> what if you're in the middle of the throws of passion and it deflates? Wait a minute, honey. Get a little hand pump like a bicycle. <laughs> pump, pump it, pump it. What'd you do with my needle? <laughs> if I <yeah>. Well... <laughs> If I got done pumping that up, I'd be too exhausted to finish anything else. Like, hey, we're done. I need a nap. Somebody gave him a nickname in the comments of Armed and Dangerous. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. That's a pornographic magic act. Nothing up my sleeve. <laughs> Oh, my. So, I mean, in, in one aspect, though, it is amazing what science can do. Yes, so, it is. I mean, because 100 years ago, this would have just, you're done. You're it just would have, yikes. <laughs> I mean, that's just awful. I, I would have passed out if it just fell off. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I know. That would be horrible. Oh, oh no, ah! Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, no. He died. Well, then there were 
tape and glue? Like, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I don't know. Get the get the glue quick. <laughs> Put it in a jar of water or something. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, that would freak you out. <laughs> I guess I'm guessing he does not play. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands anymore. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. And this one. Okay. This will be my final comment. <laughs> and people in the comments are hilarious. This one's great. Does that, does this mean that somewhere there's a guy with a thumb growing on his tool? <laughs> <laughs> his pants fit like a glove. <laughs> All right. That's enough 12-year-old humor, oh, I guess. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> All right. Well, anybody out there that didn't like it, feel free to return this podcast for all of your money back. Yes. <laughs> yes. We used to do a segment at the end of each podcast that was called. It's funny. That makes it okay. So those last three stories fall under that. And, uh, you know, hopefully we didn't offend anybody, but it's just some humor from the news. If we did, it's just a joke. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. Laugh yeah. a little bit. That's right. Well, the news is so depressing these days. You, you got you to talk about some of these other stories like this. Just lighten it up. Like a man's right. penis falling off. Yeah. You need a little, a little lightness, a little jovity in your life. Some joke. <laughs> Another guy's getting his ripped off by his girlfriend. You know, just some light humor stuff light that humor. we like to talk about. Oh, All man. right. Well, I got nothing else. Oh, me either. I don't think I can top any of that. Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that was uh, that killed it. All right. Well, everyone have a good week. All right. It's been fun. And hopefully uh, you'll be listening in a week. That's right. See ya. Later. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.